guys, I'm Lucy, and you're listening to Short Stories for Kids, the magical podcast of storytelling. I wonder what adventure awaits us today. And now for our hello and thank yous to our newest premium members. Hi, Tyla and Darren from Oregon, Cara, Junie, and Seth from Chicago, Dana from Texas, Emmeline from Seattle, Casey and her older brother Josh from Orange County, and Carlos all the way from Madrid in Spain. Hi guys! Endless homework, pop quizzes, and tests to study for. It's back to school season, and my friends at OutSchool can help set learning free for your kids. OutSchool offers live online and interactive classes for kids age 3 to 18. With the widest variety of subjects and teachers, they have something for any kid. From solving magical math mysteries, creating unicorn art, or experimenting with edible chemistry, kids can find answers that will fuel their imagination and help them excel at OutSchool. Did you know a zebra's stripes are unique? Every kid has a unique way of learning. That's why OutSchool offers live classes with flexible schedules, learning pods, one-on-one tutoring, and more. Set learning free. Head over to outschool.com slash shortstories and use code shortstories to learn all about OutSchool's summer programs and save $15 on your child's first class. That's O-U-T-S-C-H-O-O-L dot com slash shortstories to save $15 on your child's first class. OutSchool.com slash shortstories code shortstories. Hi, my name is Sybil from Texas, and I would like my story to be about a girl called Lena who gets lost at a party. A love fairy helps her, she meets a mermaid, and swims with her. Today's story is going to be read by Daniel. Lena had been invited to a party which of course was very exciting. She decided what she was going to wear, got her mom to help choose a gift, and made sure she was all ready by midday, even though the party didn't start until one o'clock. And at one o'clock, Lena was stood on Sybil's doorstep, the invite and gift in her hands. Hey, Lena, said Sybil as she answered the door. You're the first one, come on through. In the living room, Lena handed over the gift, which Sybil took gratefully, just as the doorbell rang. That'll be someone else. I'll be right back, declared Sybil. She ran for the door, leaving Lena with a view of the backyard. It looked as if much of the party was going to take place out there, so Lena stepped into the sunshine and investigated the various balloons, party games, and birthday decorations on show. It wasn't an enormous backyard, but it certainly looked like it was going to be full of fun. Noise from inside signaled the arrival of the next group of friends. Then some adults. Some of Sybil's family arrived. Then even more friends clutching gifts and bags and birthday cards. Music started, the barbecue was fired up, and the games began. The space was full of laughter and smiles. During a rather hilarious game of musical chairs, Lena found herself on her behind on the floor, having missed the last available chair. Although she was disappointed, she'd enjoyed it immensely. 
and decided now was a good time to go and get a drink. By now, Sybil's backyard was very busy indeed. There were so many people that it had all become rather crowded. In fact, it was so crowded that Sybil was struggling to remember which way to go to find the drinks. She gently pushed past two groups of people, feeling sure she'd quickly recognize where she was. But all she saw was yet more people. There were children she wasn't entirely sure she recognized, and adults she'd never seen before in her life. And all the time, the crowd of people became tighter, making it harder and harder to move. To her left, she could hear some tinkling music, so with no other direction to aim for, Lena decided to head there. She eventually popped out between two groups of grown-ups to find herself in front of a coconut shy. Knock down a coconut to win a prize, said a particularly hairy man. Lena looked at the man and then at the coconut shy. Earlier, she had been the first person out in the backyard, and she was quite sure there was no coconut shy when she looked round. They must have just set it up, Lena decided. She took three heavy balls from the hairy man and took aim at the coconuts. The first ball missed. The second ball bounced off of the pole that one of the coconuts sat upon. It was the third ball that knocked a coconut clean off. Congratulations, Lena, said the hairy man. You've won a coconut. He collected the fallen coconut from the ground and placed it in her hands. Who's next? As Lena walked away, two things occurred to her. Firstly, the hairy man looked as if he just may have been a large monkey. And secondly, how had he known her name? She was now walking between stalls and stands where you could play all sorts of games. There was a shooting gallery where a cowboy was knocking down tin cans with a pellet gun. There was a hook-a-duck where a lady in a golden cloak and a sparkly tiara was looking delighted at having won a teddy bear. And there was cotton candy in rainbow colors being feasted on by a tall man in a very high top hat. And strangely, she didn't recall ever seeing any of this when she was alone in the garden. Even here, there were lots of people, and Lena felt it was getting more and more crowded. Near the base of a large ferris wheel, she spotted a small tent. The flap of canvas that made the door had only been loosely tied back so that it still hung across most of the gap. It was just the right size for Lena, and so she ducked inside. Hello, said a voice. Lena looked around the inside of the tent, but there was nobody there. Just a small table, two chairs, and a crystal ball. Um, hello, replied Lena. You look lost, said the voice. Well, if truth be told, I am admitted Lena. I just wanted a drink, but I can't seem to find where Sybil has put them. Maybe I can help, said the voice, and from behind the crystal ball stepped a tiny fairy. She was wearing a dress made of petals that had a red heart stitched onto the chest. The little fairy clapped her hands, and a large glass of water appeared on the table. How's that? she asked. Lena stepped forward, and took the cool glass in two hands. The water was just what she needed, and although there was no ice in the glass, it felt cold and refreshing. Thank you, said Lena as she set the empty glass down. 
That was just what I needed. Are you enjoying the party? Asked the fairy. I am, nodded Lena. Although, I don't think I've ever been to such a big party before. The fairy smiled. There's certainly a lot to see and do. Have you tried the swan boats yet? Swan boats? Repeated Lena. She was quite certain that there was no room for any boats in Sybil's backyard. No, I've not seen those. Step through here, indicated the fairy, sweeping her small arm to another doorway in the back of the tent. Like the way Lena had come in, the flap was only partly tied back. Lena stepped through and found herself back outside amongst another crowd of people. There were goblins eating sandwiches, a witch and a troll were laughing at a joke, a knight was slurping a soda through a paper straw, and most spectacularly of all, a giant and a giantess were posing for a selfie. But not a single one of them was stood upon a wooden boardwalk that stretched away in a straight line from the rear of the tent. Lena decided to follow it. She passed more and more people enjoying the party, some quite ordinary, and some just like characters from a fairy tale. At one point, just as the boardwalk began to slope downwards, twelve gnomes crossed the boardwalk in front of her, each enjoying a hot dog. The boardwalk was taking Lena to a lake where it continued out over the water for a short distance to make a pier. There were several swan boats out on the water and three more tied to the pier where a man waited. It was quite obvious to Lena that he was a pirate. Er, so what do we have here then? Said the pirate as he scratched his pirate hat with a hooked hand. May I have a go on a swan boat, please? Asked Lena. Why, certainly. That you may. Step right aboard, said the pirate, indicating the first of the boats. Lena did just that, taking a seat and placing her feet on the boat's pedals. In front of her, the wooden neck of the swan boats rose up in a graceful curve. The pirate untied the boat and gave it a gentle push away from the pier with his wooden leg. Have fun, Lena! Lena began pedaling to make the boat move forward and used a handle to steer the rudder. It was only when she'd got the hang of the boat that she realized the pirate had used her name. She pedaled for a while, passing a pair of elves in one, a scaly monster with three eyes in another, and a giraffe and a lion in a third. Soon, she was out beyond all the other swan boats. But when she stopped pedaling, she realized the boat continued to move forward. Oh dear, Lena said out loud. I seem to be leaving the party behind. Can I help? Asked a voice. Lena half expected to see the fairy again. But this time, the voice came from a mermaid with long green hair that shimmered in the sunlight. Her head and shoulders sat above the water as she reached out to hold the swan boat's side. I think I'm lost, admitted Lena. Oh, replied the mermaid. Well, where do you think you should be? At Sybil's party, said Lena. But I'm quite certain this isn't Sybil's backyard. You're right, nodded the mermaid. You've wandered off a bit too far. Oh dear, said Lena. I thought I had. How on earth will I find my way home now? Don't you worry about that, smiled the mermaid. 
You're sitting on all the help you need. Lena wasn't sure what the mermaid meant until the head of the swan boat turned around and winked at her. Lena realized she no longer sat on a boat, but was resting on the back of a very large swan. Can you take me home? Lena asked. Of course I can, said the swan gently. Hold on to my feathers tightly. The swan spread its wings wide and rose up out of the water, beating them hard to gain height. Up and up into the sky they climbed. Down below, Lena could see the boating lake and the pier, where the pirate was talking to a wizard and his apprentice. She could see the boardwalk snaking up the hill through the crowd of people, and the giant and the giantess. She could spy the little tent beside the ferris wheel, and the row of stands and stalls that began with the coconut shy. And she could see Sybil's backyard and the barbecue and the balloons. She could see the street where Sybil lived and the surrounding neighborhood, and before long, her own house. The swan circled out of the sky and landed in her front yard. Thank you, said Lena. That was fun. I'm glad you enjoyed it, said the swan. That wasn't all Sybil's party, was it? Lena asked. No, not all of it, confirmed the swan. That was a magical party. Not everyone has an invite to that one, but it looks like you do. Next time one of your friends invites you to a party, look out for us, won't you? I will, smiled Lena as the swan opened its wings once more and flew away. She looked down and realized she was still holding the coconut. Now I think about it, I'm going to Jack Gabriel's party next weekend, and when I go there, I'm going to have another go at winning one of these. And that's just what she did. In fact, that time, she won too. The End